communion and then we'll close off the service. I just wanna take a, note, a moment to honor God. God, we honor you for your presence. We honor you for your presence. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, 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 holy. Holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and who is and who is to come. We declare your holiness right now, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would give us a perspective of eternity right now. Holy is the Lord. Thank you, Father. If you look at Hebrews chapter 12, I felt I just needed to read this to you. This is not a formal uh, message, but uh, it's actually great to share just an informal word with you. Hebrews 12 and verse one, it says, Therefore, we also... Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. This is given to, to you by God. God says that you are surrounded by a great cloud. In, the, in that great cloud are many people like Abraham, like Noah, like Joseph, like David, many who have gone before. This is a great spiritual cloud. It's not one that you see with your physical eyes, you see with the eyes of your heart. This is a cloud of those who have gone before us, who have fallen asleep in Jesus, who have died in Christ, they are part of this great, great cloud of witnesses. And they are spurring us on. They're encouraging us. And they're saying, you know what? God is faithful. He is to be trusted. They are saying that we are here because of God's faithfulness. And they are saying, keep running the race. Keep running the race. Keep running the race, Quentin. Keep running the race, Duart. Keep running the race, Tumelo. Keep running the race because God is faithful. And so we have this cloud of witnesses encouraging us to keep on, keep on pressing on. And you know, how many of you have people uh, who have gone before you, loved ones who loved Jesus? Raise a hand if that's you, okay? Many hands going up. And you know what? Those are in the cloud of witnesses and their lives are testifying to you now that God is faithful. That's it. Their lives are speaking. Their lives are testifying. They say, God is faithful. He is to be trusted. Your place is not, your, your trust is not misplaced if it's placed in Him. And so we have this great cloud of witnesses. Praise God. The grandstands of heaven are shouting us on and they saying, run the race with endurance because I felt the Lord said that I should just say something about endurance this morning. 
Some of you are feeling a little weary and so on, but can we encourage one another in the Lord to endure, to endure? Because I wanna tell you that if you will endure and if you will be obedient to the Lord, it will be worth it. Your endurance and your obedience, the Bible says, according to Hebrews, will be greatly rewarded. It will be greatly rewarded and you will enter into the promise of all that God has for you. Am I talking to anybody here this morning? Anybody? And then it says, let us run with endurance the race that is set before you. You have a race which only you can run. Your spouse cannot run the race for you. You as a dad cannot run the race for your child. You as a child cannot run the race for your mom or for your parents. Everyone has a, run, a race to run. And I believe that God wants us to run with endurance so that when Paul said what Paul spoke about, he said, I've run the race, I have finished the course, and there remains a crown for me left in heaven. There remains a reward for me. And so even Paul's life is part of the cloud of witnesses, and he's saying to you, child of God, this thing is real. The other day I shared something on Facebook, and and it was very sad to me that somebody said on this comment, they said, I cannot believe the fairy tale that Jesus died for me. And I thought, what a sad thing that this person feels like this. This person rather wants to honor their ancestors. I wanna tell you that that is very sad to be doing that. I wanna make it clear that this is no fairy tale. It is the greatest story ever told. Verified, confirmed, backed up. There's, it's not for no reason that this Bible is the most uh, copied book in all of the world. There is not another book in all the world that comes close to the amount of copies of the Bible because God has made His Word available that we would see it, read it, and believe it, and that our eternal destiny would be secured. And so I wanna say, would you run your race with endurance that God has set before you? It's your race. But you know what, as you run with endurance, you know what happens? You're gonna get to heaven one day and in an instant you'll be transformed into the likeness of Jesus. And you know what will happen in that moment? Right in that moment, you will forever be brought into the reality of everything that you've longed for. You'll be made morally perfect. You will have a perfect body, a glorified body, and you will be in the presence of Jesus. And I believe that you will hear these words, well done, good and faithful son. Well done, good and faithful daughter. I love you, enter into the inheritance. And then it goes on and it says, looking unto Jesus. Oh Lord, forgive us for the many times that we look at so many other things. Forgive us for the times that we get distracted, God. We don't wanna be distracted. Looking unto Jesus, the author, he started it, and the finisher of our faith, the faithful God, he started a work in you and he will be faithful to complete it. All you've gotta say is, yes, Lord, have your way. I'm the clay on the potter's wheel. Add more water of your Holy Spirit. Pour out your Spirit upon me. Shape me, mold me, make me, fill me, and use me for your purposes. And so God says, he says, keep looking unto me, keep looking unto me. I wanna say, if your eyes have gotten off of Jesus now, would you please, I call you, I adjure you, and I say, put your eyes back on the Lord Jesus. Put your eyes on Jesus. 
He's the only one that is worthy of our never ceasing gaze. Looking unto Jesus and realize this, that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. And I wanna say to you, Jesus set the example of endurance. He did, come on, he endured. He showed you how to endure. And so that's why in this life, I wanna tell you, it is worth enduring. Don't give up, don't give up. There is a hell to shun and there is a heaven to gain. And we gain heaven through Jesus being on the inside and Jesus taking us right into the presence of the Father. And that's why the Word says you cannot come to the Father but through Jesus and through the blood of Jesus. And so it matters what we do in this life. It matters that we run with endurance in this life. I feel the presence of the Lord very evident here. And so for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for enduring. Thank you, Jesus, for enduring. Despising the shame and has sat down on the right hand of God and consider him who endured such hostility from sinners, lest you become weary and discouraged in your soul. And we just declare today that discouragement of soul is being broken here by the anointing of the Spirit. When we declare these words under the anointing of God, they're very powerful. I declare that discouragement of soul is being broken by the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. And we declare that in place of discouragement, there will be hope. <laughs> How many of you are glad that Jesus has paid it all, He's done it all so that you can have it all, hallelujah. And so we're gonna partake in communion right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bruce, can you just pass me my Bible, please? Thank you. I just wanna honor the presence of the Lord. Uh, Holy Spirit, I honor you. Spirit of God, we honor you. We honor you. Just in your own heart, worship team, would you just honor the presence of the Lord in your own heart? Lord, we honor your presence. We honor the presence of God. We honor you, Abba Father. We honor you, Jesus. We honor you, Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are the one that gives the words of life. We have no one else that we can go to for life. We have no one else that we can go to for the words of life, but only you. <laughs> but we've received the words of life. Thank you, Lord. And so now as we're gonna partake in communion, I hope you have the elements ready. We're gonna end off in communion and then I'm gonna close in prayer directly after that. It says in Matthew 26 and verse 26 to 28, reading from the Living Bible, it says, as they were eating, Jesus took a small loaf of bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, for this is my body. And he took a cup of wine and gave thanks for it. And he gave it to them and said, each one drink from it, for this is my blood. Sealing the new covenant, it is poured out to forgive the sin of multitudes. 
And Lord, we hold up this bread right now. Would you do that right now? Just hold up this bread as we pray. Lord, we hold up this bread, realizing that we are the most blessed people on the face of the earth that can take part in the covenant meal. As we break this, we remind ourselves, dear Lord, of your broken body, of what you went through, of the excruciating pain, of the nails in your hands and your feet and the price you paid, but it all speaks of the love of God. We thank you for your love, Jesus. We thank you that what we hold in our hands speaks in a tangible way that says Jesus loves you. Thank you, Lord, the body of the Lord broken for you. And now, Father, we lift up the cup. We know that this represents the blood of the Lamb of God. Do you know that right now in heaven, there are multitudes of people singing of the worthiness of the Lamb. When John the Baptist saw Jesus coming for, for him to be baptized, John the Baptist couldn't help but come out with these words, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I believe that if he didn't utter those words, rocks would have even cried out those words right there. Because in that moment, John the Baptist saw that this man was the Son of God, the Messiah to take away the sins of the world. And so Lord, we just say for any things that we've said or done or disappointed you lately, we, we're sorry for that. But thank you for your blood. And thank you for your righteousness. And thank you that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The blood of the Lord shed for you. Thank you, Lord. Let's just take a moment for our hearts to overflow with gratefulness. Let our hearts just overflow with gratefulness. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for the richness of your presence. Lord, my heart is thrilled in times like this where we know without a doubt you are in our midst and you are working. We give you the thanks. We give you honor for what you have done today. I thank you, Lord, that as we leave this place, that your presence abides within us. And we don't leave your presence. We go out in the fullness of the presence of God. And now I bless your people. Would you receive this blessing from Abba Father? Worship team, you receive this blessing as well. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of His smile upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, can I hear a loud amen, amen.